This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Today is Thursday, March 2nd, 2023. Hunter is doomed as lawyers abruptly quit. More than a dozen whistleblowers come forward claiming Hunter Biden was involved in criminal activity and Merrick Garland gets schlonged before Congress. Congresswoman Lauren Boebert joins the show. My name is Benny Johnson and this is The Benny Show. Conservatives finally bringing the energy in Congress. They must be drinking blackout coffee. I'm drinking blackout coffee right now from a red solo cup. I promise you. I promise you. It's just coffee. <laughs> Any slurred words for me this morning? Because, ladies and gentlemen, I need my energy. You need your energy to cover the criminality of the Biden family. You need your energy, energy to fight the Marxists every single day that are taking over every single facet of society. And so that is why I drink rich black iced coffee every single morning. And I use exclusively blackout coffee. It's not enough to simply taste great. You want to be proud of the company that you are drinking and using and buying from when you are drinking your coffee every single morning. That's why I encourage you to give Blackout Coffee a try. This is a coffee company that I 100% trust and are committed to conservative values from sourcing the beans to the roasting process, to the customer support, to shipping. They've got an incredible work ethic and accept no compromise on taste or quality. Go to blackoutcoffee.com backslash Benny and use the code Benny to get 20% off your offer and bring the energy like we do every single morning here on The Benny Show. Blackout coffee.com backslash Benny. Give them a try. Oh man, Hunter Biden's probably doing something stronger than coffee this morning, watching the breaking news of his lawyers up and saying, we're done. We out. We out this piece. We are finished. Hunter Biden's lawyers are done. They drop Hunter Biden like a very hot crack pipe. That has a crack rock burning in it. Hunter Biden's high-powered criminal defense lawyer, Joshua Levy, is no longer working with the president's son after, and I quote, unease and dissent plagued the legal team, which consisted of at least four lawyers. Levy, who was hired to work on opposing congressional investigations that seek to reveal the complexities of the Biden business schemes, is no longer representing the infamous Biden family member, the New York Times reported on Wednesday. Levy has removed himself from the case reportedly due to infighting with Hunter's legal team and specifically with Abby Lowell who was hired in December to defend Hunter Biden and the Biden family from nine congressional probes, including money laundering and wire fraud. And as we talked to James Comer about last week, sex trafficking and human trafficking, man, these dark, dirty, filthy people, these filthy Bidens, these dirty, dirty, dirty people. And I'll tell you exactly what this is all about. This is about the lawyers looking at this case and going, we're going to lose. Dude, we're going to lose. And it's going to look really bad for us because these people are going to go to jail. And we're going to be the legal team that puts a president and his son in prison? Uh, not good. Here's the breaking news, ladies and gentlemen. Hunter Biden's lawyers, out. Fox News alert. Hunter's criminal defense attorney, Josh Levy, has suddenly just quit. He's jumping ship just as House Republicans are preparing to ramp up their investigations into Hunter. Now, it looks like Hunter's pricey legal team is beginning to crack. According to leaks, Hunter's sugar brother, Kevin Morris, you know, the guy who paid off $2 million in Hunter's back taxes, 
has been clashing with Levy and Hunter Sugar Brother went out looking for a plan B. So they brought in the big guns. The attorney Democrats run to when they're in deep doo doo, Abe Lowell, whose first order of business was firing off a blizzard of frivolous legal threats to everybody. But Levy, the guy who just quit, the thought was a terrible idea. And he warned Hunter it would be a PR stunt, which it came off as. But Hunter and his sugar brother didn't listen to him. They're sticking together. Sugar brothers stick together. And they told him to take a hike and he's out. Now, say what you want about lawyers, but they're not dumb. And they know when to get out. Oh, boy, man. This is why we went looking actually for the number one clip that would prove to you why these lawyers are quitting. Why? Because this is like lawyer's dream job, right? You get to defend the Democrat Party and Marxism and you get to be a trial attorney and you get to stand there in front of the Republicans. And you get to have your moment on TV and you get a ton of press and you can do the you know Johnny Cochran thing. The glove don't fit, right? You must have quit. What would be the Hunter Biden version if the laptop doesn't have enough naked photos of Hunter on it? You got to not talk about it. I don't know. They tried to sue people who talked about the laptop ain't going to work. And the other thing that's not going to work is having any type of legal defense, because as James Comer illuminated for us uh, recently, uh, they know the crimes that the Bidens have engaged in. This is why James Comer said in that now famous clip that he's investigating the Bidens for sex trafficking, because he wants them to know. We asked him about it. He said, we want them to know that we know. Man, dangerous times. Comer on TV just this morning saying that three whistleblowers have come forward to him and been interviewed this week about Hunter Biden's crimes. This is why the lawyers are quitting. Watch. Washington Free Beacon reporting an alleged Hunter Biden whistleblower says that the DOJ is burying him after he came forward with damning information about the Bidens. Israeli think tank executive Gal Luft uh, worked with Hunter as an advisor to the Chinese energy conglomerate. He tweeted this. I've been arrested in Cyprus on a politically motivated extradition request by the United States. The U.S. is claiming I'm an arms dealer. The DOJ is trying to bury me to protect Joe, Jim and Hunter Biden. Shall I name names? He tweeted out. Congressman, what do you know about this? Well, we're reaching out to him. We're trying to communicate. We're setting up a call. Uh, this is something that we take very seriously. We had already identified this individual. Uh, we had uh, hoped to have talked to him by now, but for whatever reason, we were unable to. I think this was the straw that broke the camel's back. Uh, I'll tell you this, Maria. We've had three people that were involved in the Hunter Biden shady business schemes uh, that have communicated with uh, my committee staff this week. I think that's a sign of good things to come. I think we're going in a positive direction. And I think that people see the heavy handedness of the Bidens. Either you're getting picked up by the DOJ or you're getting a letter from Hunter Biden's personal attorney trying to intimidate you into not coming in and talking to us. So wait a second. Did you hear the bombshell that was dropped there very casually by Comer? Uh, three people have come forward to testify against 
Hunter Biden. And of course, this isn't about Hunter Biden. They made that very, very clear. This is a criminal investigation into Joe Biden. Lauren Boebert, Congresswoman and rock star, will be joining the show very, very soon to talk exactly about that. She is on the Government Weaponization Committee. She is on the Oversight Committee, and she is going to drop the hammer on exactly what happens to Joe Biden next very soon in the show, ladies and gentlemen, so stay tuned. Jim Jordan, Intel Committee, calls on intelligence officials who discredited Hunter Biden's story to appear for transcribed interviews. This is pain. This is pain. This is what we must do to these people. The communist only understands one language. And that language is not Mandarin. That language is not Russian. The communist only understands a single language. That language is pain. Pain, baby. Why is this important? Because these intel agents that went to Politico, crawled on their bellies like snakes and rats, crawled in there and lied to you, the American people, thus rigging an election. We know that. We've seen the data. They said the Hunter Biden laptop was false. They knew it was true. The FBI had the laptop since 2018. And they lied to you. They used their credentials that was given to them by you, the American taxpayer, to rig an election. And the polling and data show that, that the preponderance of people who voted for Joe Biden would have had second thoughts if they had known about Joe Biden's criminality and Joe Biden's connection to Hunter Biden's business. And so now, ladies and gentlemen, Jim Jordan is bringing the pain on those intelligence officials. Dude, drag them in, put them under the hot lights, ask Clapper and Brennan and the entire rest of these people, Leon Panetta, the last thing that the cockroaches ever want is for the light to be flipped on inside of the kitchen when they're munching on all the crumbs on the floor. And these people are roaches. So let's stop, baby. Jim Jordan is going to be stopping these people. Remember how vociferously they lied to you straight to your face, look straight down the barrel of the camera and just lied about Hunter Biden. 50 former national intelligence folks who said that what this he's accusing me of is a Russian plant. They have said that this is has all the care Four, five former heads of the CIA. Both parties say what he's saying is a bunch of garbage. This is classic Trump. We have four days left and all of a sudden there's a laptop. There's overwhelming evidence that from the intelligence community that the Russians are engaged. I still think that the stories it's the last ditch effort in this desperate campaign to smear me and my family. The vast majority of the intelligence people have come out and said there's no basis at all. House Judiciary Chairman Jim Jordan, who will be joining the show very, very soon. Hard guy to get a hold of. Jim Jordan has promised us that he'll be joining the show soon. Producer ALX, when will that be? We may be make, breaking some news right now. Jim Jordan will be joining the show. Uh, not today, but we have him on the calendar, and he's going to come in here, and we're going to do something very different. We're going to allow you to ask him questions. Get ready for that. We have a lot of that coming. This audience will be delivering the actual questions. We'll be asking them. We are your vessel. We care about what you think. Jim Jordan, House Intelligence Committee Chairman, uh, Mike Turner sent letters Wednesday to the central intelligence officials who discredited the Hunter Biden laptop story, saying that they have not yet responded to previous requested interviews. The Daily Caller first obtained 29 letters sent to different central intelligence officials in which the lawmakers reiterate their request for officials to comply promptly. Now, what have we talked about with every single member of Congress that we have on here? The Bannon rule. If they don't comply 
Refer them for criminal prosecution. The Bannon rule applies. They made it. Steve Bannon was referred to criminal prosecution for not cooperating with the kangaroo court, January 6th committee. So send these people to jail. Get everything you want from them and then send them to prison. Uh, the list of who's who, the letter was sent to, uh, a lot of names on here that are just sort of like belly, you know, slithering and uh, individuals who are now like uh, the last thing they could ever want is to have the, I don't recognize, yeah, John Cipher is one of the names I recognize uh, in this list. You can, we'll put the list up on screen here. Uh, maybe I'm not educated enough to know who all of these deep state cretins are, but good on Jim Jordan. He's pushing, he is pressuring. James Clapper has come out and is trying to distance himself from signing this letter now. James Clapper is saying, oh, we didn't mean it. Ha! Right, okay, tell us that from your Guantanamo cell. Uh, Merrick Garland was up on the Hill yesterday in the Senate, and the public beating has not gone out of fashion. They used to tar and feather people. They used to ride them out of town on a rail back in colonial times, missed those times. Now the public beating has just turned into congressional hearings. And this was a bruiser, ladies and gentlemen, yesterday. Uh, A.G. Garland got pistol whipped by the old cowboy himself, Chuck Grassley. Chuck Grassley said the DOJ and the FBI had over a dozen sources that provided criminal information on Hunter Biden. What steps have the DOJ taken to determine truth and accuracy there? Yikes. What a question from the old bull himself. Check it out. Indicate that the Justice Department and the FBI had at one time over a dozen sources that provided potentially criminal information relating to Hunter Biden. The alleged volume and similarity of the information would demand that the Justice Department investigate the truth and accuracy of the information. According to uh, what's accordingly, what steps has the Justice Department taken to determine the truth and accuracy of information provided? Uh, Congress and the American people, I think, have a right to know. Um, so uh, as the committee well knows from my confirmation hearing, I promise uh, to leave. I promised to leave the matter of Hunter Biden in the hands of the U.S. attorney uh, for the District of Delaware, who was appointed uh, in the previous administration. So any information like that should have gone uh, or should or should have uh, gone to that U.S. attorney's offices and the FBI squad that's working uh, with him. I have pledged not to interfere uh, with that investigation, and I uh, have carried through on my pledge. You've pledged not to interfere. Okay, yet you won't tell anyone about the classified documents that were hidden and hoovered up and probably used as rolling papers for Hunter Biden's uh, crack pipe. Got it. Do you use rolling papers for crack? I got to tell you guys, I'm not a drug addict, so I don't actually know. I'm trying my best here, though. This is uh, definitely trying his best. Chuck Grassley talking about what we have been talking about nonstop. We do entire shows on how the criminal organization will be undone by the people who handle the money. This is how they always get the mafia. They always get the mafia because of tax. That's how they got Al Capone, right? Not paying his taxes. Al Capone and Alcatraz because he didn't pay his tax. It's always the money men. So Chuck Grassley is asking the right questions here about the money men behind the Biden family and why the Treasury Department is stonewalling them getting the actual receipts so that you can see the Privat Bank payments from Ukraine. Man, Kolomoisky, the oligarchs, we get into it. You can go check the old podcast, but this is the smoking gun. The Biden's getting paid for political favors. 
This is what you will find when the Treasury Department is finally compelled to turn over those documents. Chuck Grassley asking, of course, the right question here. Uh, if the Justice Department received information that foreign persons had evidence of improper or unlawful financial payment uh, paid to elected officials or other politically exposed persons, and those payments may have influenced policy decisions, would that pose a national security concern and demand a full investigation? And when Ray was here, he seemed to a answer that question uh, in, in uh, uh, that it was a national security concern. I want your opinion. In uh, the way that you're, if I, if I follow the question exactly right, if it's an agent of a foreign government asking um, uh, someone uh, and paying someone to uh, do things to support that foreign government in secret, yes, uh, I definitely think that would be a national security problem. Dude, that's a huge bombshell question there. Uh, just unpacking it because Chuck Grassley has his own way of asking questions. Unpacking it, Chuck Grassley says, wait a second, if Hunter Biden is a foreign agent, that's a national security threat. And Merrick Garland says, yeah, absolutely. Whoa. Okay, well, I mean, it's pretty obvious. You can see in the bank accounts the amount of money that is just being flowed in like Niagara Falls into the Biden bank accounts. Our president is a compromised foreign agent. That's what he just got Merrick Garland to admit to, along with Merrick Garland admitting that he's going to charge Hunter Biden. He's going to allow criminal charges against the Biden family. These are some massive admissions from Merrick Garland. Not like he's on our side. Merrick Garland is scum. But, uh, I mean, listen, even guys who are trying to protect the Bidens are bound by the law and most especially are bound uh, by these Republican senators who are asking these questions and getting him to admit on the record. I mean, this is big stuff. I will let the district attorneys charge the Bidens for their crime. Go. Promised to leave the matter of Hunter Biden in the hands of the U.S. attorney uh, for the District of Delaware, who was appointed uh, in the previous administration. The younger Biden has been under investigation since 2018, reportedly for tax violations and other matters. Senator Chuck Grassley asking for assurances Prosecutor David Weiss could charge someone outside his Delaware base. I'd like clarification from you with respect to these concerns. He has full authority uh, to, to make those kind of uh, referrals that you're talking about or to bring cases in other jurisdictions if he feels it's necessary. Uh, so, again, there's a lot of legalese here. Let me cut through all the lard and get straight to the point. Merrick Garland is now under sworn oath saying that, yes, Joe Biden is a foreign agent because he's taking money and he's not declaring it. There's a huge registration. You have to go through a FAR registration, foreign agent registration, in order to be able to do that. Th these are big laws. These are big problems for the Bidens. Yes, Joe Biden and his son Hunter are foreign agents. And yes, I will allow charges against them. That's what they got to. That's the, that's cutting straight to the bone. And it's it's beauty here. How how good is it? Well, uh, well, <laughs> cringe Jean Pierre didn't have words for it at the White House. She's often without words. She doesn't speak English language. Joe Biden doesn't speak English language. Like, this is all a clown show. But she was asked directly about these admissions and see if you can sense the fear in her eyes here. Cringe Jean-Pierre, ladies and gentlemen.
Uh, I want to ask you about Merrick Garland's testimony today before the Senate Judiciary Committee. He was asked a number of questions in regards to Hunter uh, Biden and the ongoing investigation that's being conducted by the U.S. Attorney in Delaware. And during that uh, particular uh, testimony, he said it would be a national security problem if the president's son had been receiving payments from a foreign government as a means to influence the administration. Do you agree with that statement from the chief law enforcement officer of the U.S.? Uh, we're going to continue to be prudent from here and not speak uh, to uh, any uh, investigation that is currently uh, un underway uh, by the Department of Justice. Uh, and when it comes to um, um, Hunter Biden, I would refer you to his personal representative. He is a private citizen, so I will leave it there. And we're going to continue to be consistent from here. Okay, so if you're saying you're going to continue to be prudent and you're going to refer everyone to everyone's lawyers, that means you're scared. You're scared assless. And they know. They can sense the blood in the water. The attorneys are quitting. Merrick Garland is saying he's going to allow charges. Not like it's his choice. Even the top law enforcement official in the country has to allow charges inside of these criminal cases. These have been borne out. The public sees it. I mean, you're talking about breakdown in civil society here. And the sharks, like James Comer, know it's coming. Watch James Comer. He senses the blood in the water in this Maria Bartiromo clip. He says, this is the kill zone. This is what we're going after. It's Joe Biden, Joe Biden, Joe Biden. I watched the comment section. I see everyone like, we're not going after Hunter. You're right. And for the first time, maybe in my adult life, the GOP is really listening to you. They're going after Joe Biden. Hunter Biden is a throughput to Joe. The kingpin, the actual mafia, Don. This is all a Rico wrap-up. It's going to be biblical, baby. Watch. What's your reaction to Garland's testimony? He says he's trying to stay out of it. That's his answer for uh, the accusations that he's politicized this uh, department. Well, it looks to me like he's right in the middle of it. Uh, by the fact that he continues to say he's staying out of it, that could be sent... Uh, interpreted as a code word for don't touch this, it's too hot. I mean, any American who has a fraction of the violations of the law that Hunter Biden has would have already been indicted at the very least by now. So uh, this is another example of a two-tier system of justice in America. If you're politically connected to uh, elected officials at the highest level, then you're going to get by. If, if you're not, then you're probably going to be sitting and rotting in a jail cell somewhere. And that's exactly what happened with uh, Hillary Clinton as well, right? I mean, you know, she had all of these emails, a server. In so trust me on this, and we know so many wonderful members of the Republican caucus right now. We know them personally. We communicate with them all day, all night. We know these people. They're not going to allow this to become Hillary 2.0. Hillary Hillary 1.0 was Hillary Clinton being an open criminal, whether it's Benghazi or whether it's the way that she stored classified information, and skating, just walking away because she's powerful and evil, demonic. She had enough flights to Epstein Island uh, to save her. They're not going to allow it. This is a different Republican Party than the Jason Chaffetz, Paul Ryan Republican Party. This is not flim flam. These are not like the, uh, pl the the people who want to play inside of the play place at McDonald's, uh, you know, with a colorful clown. These are real hardened members 
of a committee that are not going to let the Bidens slip through their fingers. We have those assurances. We've had those conversations and they're ready. It's 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 a wonderful moment, actually, and we should be proud of it. Now, I am a deep and abiding pro-life advocate. Uh, this is something that matters a lot to me. The politicization of the pro-life issue is a spiritual one for me. I believe that it is the forces of darkness and light that we fight here. And so does Josh Hawley. Josh Hawley brought the boom down on Merrick Garland. It wasn't just Hunter Biden questions. It was the DOJ sending in paramilitary forces after pro-life advocates dared protest in front of an abortion clinic. Of course, uh, these people were ultimately uh, let, uh, you know, found not guilty by a jury of their peers, so they did nothing wrong. But our Gestapo government, run by the cretinous 70-year-old Merrick Garland, who apparently loves baby murder, uh, used the full force of federal raid agents to drop in on a man who dared to stand up to baby murder. And of course, because this is the tautology of the left and because child sacrifice needs to be just one of the uh, tenets of the cultist church of the left, well, you have to be able to fight for child sacrifice. Josh Hawley, very pro-life, a father himself, young children, much like myself, uh, was dropping the boom on Merrick Garland for doing this. It, this, I think, was arguably the best clip from yesterday. Go. Which is that you're abdicating responsibility? I'm not abdicating responsibility. Then give me the answer. Is Do you think, in your opinion, you are the Attorney General of the United States. You are in charge of the Justice Department. And yes, sir, you are responsible. The so F give me an answer. The FBI does not agree with your description. I'm not asking about the FBI. You are the Attorney General. Give me your answer. Do you think that it was objectively reasonable and they followed your guidelines in sending 20 to 30 armed agents to terrorize these people. Yes or no? The facts I have, which are those presented by the FBI, are not consistent with your description. So you think it was reasonable? I'm saying the facts are not as you described. What, that the children weren't there? That there, wasn't, that there weren't long guns there? That facts. there weren't agents? What, wasn't, what, what do you dispute? What's the factual premise you dispute? FBI Be specific. said they don't agree with your description of... Be um, specific. They don't agree with what? Of of how many agents, of the agents who were there, and of what their roles were. They don't agree. Do you know the jury in this case acquitted Mr. Houck? I'm sure you're aware. Do you know how long it took him? I, I am aware, and we respect the decision of the jury. Do you know how long it took him? I don't know. One hour. One hour. Philadelphia District Attorney declines to prosecute. The private suit's dismissed. You use an unbelievable show of force with guns that I just note liberals usually decry. We're supposed to hate long, long guns and assault-style weapons. You're happy to deploy them against Catholics and innocent children. Man, talk about uh, deploying an assault-style hearing against Merrick Garland. What a beautiful point he made there. Leftist, oh, there's a weapon of war. Why are weapons of war on our street? Unless they're being used by our own federal agents to come after Christians. Are you a Christian? Are you a Catholic? I don't really care what denomination you are from as long as you serve the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, that makes you a Christian in my personal opinion. And then the rest is between you and God, right? So that's, that's, a, that's between you and God, okay? Is Jesus your Lord? Do you believe in God? I think those are important factors. And, and I think that's a lot. I think that breaking up the Christian community is, uh, is, is a satanic, like it's a, it's, a, it's a trick of the devil. 
right, to break us up into little factions. But specifically Catholics and Catholic mass is very precious to Catholics. Uh, when I lived in Washington, D.C., I attended St. Joseph's Church. I am not a Catholic, but I would go to uh, Catholic and Latin mass because I thought it was beautiful and very interesting to me. I, don't have a, I didn't have a Catholic upbringing, but I would like attend. And it was like, this is really neat. Uh, and it's very like it, it, it's um, it ties you back to like the earliest roots of the Catholic Church and the earliest roots of Christendom. And I thought that that connection with my ancestors and our ancestors in Christendom was very special uh, and spiritual. And so uh, I really respect Catholics for keeping those traditions. The FBI targeting Catholic mass because it's where right wing extremism pops up. Uh, is actually the acts of the Antichrist. That is actually what the Antichrist would do. Like, we know these gonna, they're going to go after the church. These are sick times, man. Churches were the first thing they closed during COVID. And then under Joe Biden, a Catholic, ha, ha, a Catholic that Pope Ratzinger, when he died a couple weeks back, said, you better not have Joe Biden at my funeral. He said it. It's true. That's the, the last request of the Pope is you better not have that man who wants abortion from the point of conception till after birth at my funeral, don't have that mongoloid come here and try and say that he's a Catholic. Uh, Joe Biden is allowing or directing his DOJ to target Catholics at Latin mass. Whew, man. And um, Josh Hawley, again, dropping a, uh, a, a, a cement crucifix on... Uh, Merrick Garland here. It is painful. Check it out. The FBI field office in Richmond on the 23rd of January of this year issued a memorandum in which they advocated for, and I quote, the exploration of new avenues for tripwire and source development against traditionalist Catholics. It's their, their language, including those who favor the Latin mass. Attorney General, are you cultivating sources and spies in Latin mass parishes and other Catholic parishes around the country? Well, the Justice Department does not do that. It does not um, um, do investigations based on religion. I saw the document you have. What did it's you do about appalling. it? It's appalling. I'm in complete agreement with you. I understand that the FBI has withdrawn it, and it's now looking into how this could ever have happened. How did it happen? That's what they're looking into. But I'm totally in agreement with you. That document is appalling. I'll tell you how it happened. The... This memorandum, which is supposed to be intelligent, cites extensively the Southern Poverty Law Center, which goes on to identify all of these different Catholics as being part of hate groups. Is, is this how the FBI, under your direction and leadership, is, is this how they do their intelligence work? They look, they look at left-wing advocacy groups to target Catholics? Is this what's going on? I mean, clearly it is. How is this happening? The FBI is not targeting Catholics, and, and as I've said, this is – an uh, an inappropriate memorandum, and it doesn't reflect the methods that the FBI is supposed to be using. Okay, so if you're going to call it inappropriate, and if you're going to say that it's disgusting, Merrick Garland, then where are the heads rolling? Let's get some crusades justice here. Who's fired? Who got let go? Whose career is ruined over this? If you are actually not agents of the Antichrist, uh, you have to start th talking in those terms here, ladies and gentlemen. These are spiritual battles. They will come after your churches. They will come after your places of worship. 
They are Marxists. These people follow the tautology of Karl Marx. And if you read the Communist Manifesto, the first line talks about destroying capitalism. And to do that, you have to destroy the church. The first line. Read the first chapter. You don't even have to read the book. I mean, it's poorly written. It's garbage. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Just like all this other atheistic drivel written by these mutants, but these people have blackened souls and they are coming for the church. And so if they believed that, then what if they actually believe if Merrick Garland actually believed that that was wrong, then who's fired? If Merrick Garland actually believed that the president was a Catholic, then why are the popes when they die saying, don't you dare let that Catholic president come to my funeral? I'll just leave that question there. Mike Lee was leaving a couple questions. Uh, before Merrick Garland, Mark, Mike Lee, based Mike Lee, one of our dear favorites, will be joining the show tomorrow, I believe. Mike Lee will be on the show tomorrow. Ladies and gentlemen, dropping the boom. Check it out. Yeah. Add all this up with the fact that it, by the end of this year, we're going to see the expiration of Section 702 of the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act. The department's already asking and chomping at the bit uh, uh, to be asking us to simply reauthorize that, notwithstanding the fact that um, there are all kinds of examples of how this has been politicized, how se Section 702 has been misused. The, the current standard for a warrantless backdoor search of the content of communications of Americans, uh, American persons is reasonably likely to return evidence of a crime. But the ODNI's recently declassified uh, semi-annual semi report uh, released on December 22nd, 20, 21st of 2022, reports all kinds of non-compliant searches. These are just the ones we know about, just the ones that the ODNI report was able to identify, involving U.S. persons, including the, the, the searches of prospective FBI employees, members of a political party, individuals recommended to participate in the FBI Citizens Academy, journalists, and even a congressman. The politicization of the department is a problem. And you can tell your department, not a chance in hell we're going to be reauthorizing that thing without some major, major reforms. Your department is not trusted because it has been politicized. I know you are a good person. You have the ability to rein it in. I ask that you do so promptly. Thank you, Senator Lee. Senator Kerr. So I've just confirmed with uh, executive producer, the great ALX, the Lord, that Mike Lee will be on with us live tomorrow. Maybe we will ask him why he thinks that Merrick Garland's a good person there. I wouldn't say that, but Mike Lee's a nice, he's a nice guy. I mean, he's from Utah. Utah people are nice, but he's correct there. How do you get these people to wither on the vine? Where do you get the actual proper demon screams? Well, you take away their power. And how do you take away their power? You take away their cash. Take away the money, man. Cut the money off. From these agencies, defund the FBI. You know the FBI, the Department of Education? You know all these places, just an executive order? One stroke of a pen, they're done. They're executive orders. What can be done by the pen can be undone by the pen. All of it. 
All of this power could be diffused into the rest of the federal government easily or into the states where it belongs. Remember this and never forget it. Repeat it to yourself before you go to bed every night. Uh, the states made the federal government, not the other way around. Federal government did not make the states. We created the federal governments. The states can take it away. That's where the power is inside of this country. And that's how we are organized. Ted Cruz a constitutional scholar, worked at the Supreme Court, argued before the Supreme Court, knows the Supreme Court very, very well, knows that point exceedingly well. Ted Cruz was asking about Supreme Court nominees getting murdered yesterday, Supreme Court justices getting murdered, correction there, Brett Kavanaugh, some of the threats against Amy Coney Barrett, and how Merrick Garland allowed for the open threatening of conservative Supreme Court justices' lives and their children. Remember, a man with a firearm and a knife and a bunch of tactical gear was found roaming Brett Kavanaugh's neighborhood when the cops go, grab him up, go, what you doing, pal? He goes, I'm trying to kill Brett Kavanaugh. And Merrick Garland did nothing. Vicious weasel. He just sat there and slithered and probably seethed. Watch him squirm as Ted Cruz, who is so good. Uh, in these moments, uh, comes down to protect the institution that he loves so very much, the Supreme Court, and Ted Cruz's deep abiding connection to that court. Watch. I sent hey, 70 me, United States Marshals. Let me try again. Have you, has the Department of Justice brought even a single case under this statute? It's a yes, no question. It's not a give a speech on the other things you did. The job of the United States Marshals is to defend the lives. So of the, the answer is no. Is to defend the lives of the justices, and that's their number one priority. They have. Why are you unwilling to say no? The answer is no. You know it's no. I know it's no. Everyone in this in this hearing room knows it's no. You're not willing to answer a question. Have you brought a case under this statute? Yes or no? As far as I know, we haven't. And what we have done is defended to the lives of the justices with so how the do seventy you U.S. Marshals. How do you decide which criminal statutes the the DOJ enforces and which one it doesn't? The United States Marshals know that they have full okay, you, I recognize you want to give a separate speech. No, I don't want to How give a How do you decide which statutes you enforce and which ones you don't? The marshals on scene make that determination in light of the priority of defense. The marshals do not make a determination over whether to prosecute you. The attorney general make a determination and you spent 20 years as a judge and you're perfectly content with justices being afraid for their children's lives. And you did nothing to prosecute it. Let's shift that, to another is, area. Can I answer the question? You, no, the you cannot. General, you have refused to answer the I question. I am answering your question. The how attorney you general choose, does not decide whether to arrest. How did you choose not to, not to enforce this statute? The marshals on scene. Marshals don't make that decision. They do make the decision of whether to make to an prosecute arrest. prosecute someone? No, they don't. If they make a, uh, if they make Marshals an, do not if, have prosecution. If they authority. make an arrest, All right, then let's, it goes let's to the Let's change topics because our, our time is limited. I could watch it all day. I can watch. That's better than the octagon. That's as good as UFC to a nerd like me. That's great. Good. Fantastic. Make them squirm like worms on a hook. Make them defend this. Granny walking through the U.S. Capitol with the doors open to her by U.S. Capitol Police with a 25 cent American flag. Going, oh, wow. I get a free tour of the Capitol on January 6th. She has to go to prison. She gets her life ruined. She's called a terrorist and is on the terrorist watch list for the rest of her life. If you try and kill a conservative Supreme Court justice appointed by Donald Trump, you get the kid gloves. You get sent to the candy shop. You get the golden ticket, Wonka factory. And you and Merrick Garland get to prance down the primrose lane. This stuff is sickening.
you know, it's disgusting. It's why in front of all of these justice buildings, you see a blindfolded woman who is standing there with scales saying, I am blind. Justice is equal. And those statues, if there are statues that should be torn down, those statues should be torn down while the Biden regime is in charge of this Justice Department because justice is not equal. Because Meemaw, Walmart Meemaw, with her $1.50 Costco hot dog, goes and wanders through, ushered into the U.S. Capitol building by Pelosi's Stasi, and she gets her life destroyed. She'll be spending the rest of her life in prison and won't be able to fly because she's on the terrorist watch list. Antifa members who try and murder Supreme Court justices get welcomed to the candy factory. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the candy factory may be closing down a little sooner than these leftists think. Dozens of Dems joined GOP to rein in Biden's far-left inflationary executive orders. Yikes, what's that about? Democrats joining the GOP? There is political gravity in the world. There is such a thing as what goes up must come down. The brand of Democrat and the brand of the far leftists, the reanimated corpse of the Democrat Party, is not a fun brand to be a part of. It's not looking good. Everybody is losing right now. Pete Buttigieg is under investigation. Uh-oh. Here we go for his use of private planes. People are fleeing. And now Democrats are joining with Republicans to pump the brakes on the Biden administration's policies that they say are causing the highest inflation levels in decades. The bill was supported by 59 Democrats. It easily passed. This is a House bill, essentially, to stop the inflationary effect of Joe Biden's executive orders. Things have gotten so bad that not only are nearly 60 Democrats voting with Republicans, but now Joe Manchin himself (laughs) is claiming he's no longer a Democrat. Did you see this? We thought this was amazing. Joe Manchin asked point blank, are you a Democrat? And he's like, uh, no. (laughs) What's that about? Watch. What are your plans? Will you run for re-election? Well, the bottom line is that was in jest that we were talking back and forth. A dear friend of mine, Hoppy Kirchhoff, that we talked and he said this minute, this time, this and this. And I said, Hoppy, listen, my main concern and to all of you and all of your viewers, my main concern is how do we bring this country together? How do we make it work? How do we make Democrats, Republicans become Americans again and not just party? affiliates. This is what's happening right now. We're pushing people further apart, making people take a side, and then we're rewarding for bad behavior. The country has to be about America and coming together. Do you still identify as I'll be involved any way I can. I'll be involved any way I can to help. I identify as an American. I'm an American through and through. (laughs) I identify as an American. Well, so do I, Joe Manchin. So you're from a state that every single county went for Donald Trump. Donald Trump won by 40 points in West Virginia. Maybe it's time to switch parties, Joe Manchin. You ever thought about that? Maybe uh, the Democrats trying to kill the industry that made you and your family rich, coal. Maybe you should uh, consider your priorities there. Maybe you should consider your grandchildren there, Joe Manchin, and the leftist rabid feral animals that they sick on you every time you walk through the streets. Maybe you should um, quit that party. Just a thought. Just a thought. Somebody who is also proud to be an American, somebody who doesn't have a blindfold on like Lady Justice, but has on some very fashionable glasses. We're not sure where they're from. But somebody who's also not going to call herself a Democrat, will proudly call herself a Republican, is the great congresswoman from Colorado, Lauren Boebert, who joins the show now. Lauren Boebert, how you doing? 
Benny, I am great. It is so great to be on with you. I think it is absolutely hilarious that Joe Manchin is uh, not claiming to be a Democrat. He's not saying if he's going to run again. Maybe that's because my dear friend Alex Mooney has already announced that he is running for the United States Senate in West Virginia. He is a true conservative, a wonderful, generous man, and uh, is has always defended our Constitution. So maybe he's afraid of Congressman Alex Mooney taking him out in a general election, and that's why he won't say, I am a Democrat. Hmm, interesting take there. Didn't know. No, Alex Moody. That's going to be a very interesting race. Uh, speaking of very interesting and speaking of being moody, uh, we're going to try something new here. We're going to select a couple of questions from the audience uh, right now. We have just record viewership right now. We have tens of thousands of people watching. We're going to select a couple questions from the audience. So if you want to ask Lauren Bobert a question, we'll put the question up on screen. I'll ask a few up front, but then we're going to put like one or two questions up on screen. Lauren, are you OK with that? I'm OK with that. All right. Lauren Boebert loves the people. And you also love oversight. You are on the oversight committee. And yeah. that is the most important committee, I might argue, uh, in Congress right now. We started, the have oversight. we started the show with Hunter Biden's lawyer bailing, saying, uh, we out. We out, baby. Uh, this, this man's going to prison. Uh, is that true? Um, from from what I'm hearing, that is true. And why wouldn't he be? I have seen what is on that laptop. It is indefensible. We have all seen uh, the the different arguments that are going out, the, the information that is going out about Joe Biden um, being involved with Hunter Biden's business dealings. We see what's happening with Ukraine and how tightly the Bidens are connected to Ukraine and um, just all the illegal uh, activities that Hunter Biden was engaged with that he so proudly photographed and videoed, um, I guess for for his viewing pleasure, but it turned out to be um, something that we all have access to uh, now. Uh, so, you know, I certainly would not want to defend him. And um, it, it's, it's going to be interesting. And this is something that we certainly have oversight over um, here in the United States uh, Congress. And it's the House of Representatives that, that really needs to carry that weight of oversight because in the Senate, they don't have the gavels in the Republican Party, so they can't have actual oversight. We haven't had actual oversight until Republicans took the majority. And uh, this was one of the very first things that um, we had a hearing on was uh, was Twitter and big tech and their censorship of, of the Hunter Biden story, as well as many other things that they have censored, including um, President Trump, uh, sitting members of Congress, and of course, um, hundreds of thousands, if not millions of Americans. And uh, so this is something that we have oversight over. We are going to connect the dots between Hunter Biden and Joe Biden, and uh, who is our compromise president. Yeah, that, I'm so glad that you said that because so every single time we bring on a member of the committee or one of your colleagues, the comment section melts down and they're like, please don't make this about the crackhead kid. Make this about Joe Biden. Mm -hmm. can, you, can you assure the audience right now that Joe Biden is the target of these investigations? Joe Biden absolutely is the target of these investigations. Uh, you know, Hunter Biden would not be an issue uh, if it were not for the position that his father holds. Uh, we would not be looking into his uh, finger painting selling uh, for 
for millions of dollars uh, <laughs> if, his, if his father was not in the White House, even if it is a pretend White House set. Uh, we would not be looking into that. Um, there are many people's children who have issues and struggles in life. And, uh, you know, there are different programs to help them. Uh, but when those uh, when those intersect and there is clear corruption and uh, Joe Biden, who has been in public office for about 50 years, uh, when he has um, has enriched himself through these business dealings and Hunter Biden has used his father's name to obtain positions to gain great wealth, that's when there's an issue. And that's why we are looking at all of them to see all of those intersecting points and hold Joe Biden accountable. Yeah, Congressman, I mean, you saw Merrick Garland yesterday, Merrick Garland, of all people, saying that, yes, these people are foreign agents. If they're accepting money from governments, they're foreign agents, meaning Joe Biden is a foreign agent, and that he's going to allow the prosecution of Hunter Biden to take place. And so, I mean, I guess we'll hold him to his word. Will we hold you to your word? Now, I, I don't mean to do this to you live, but you- This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it... <clears throat> a real POS. You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. You did promise us that you were going to take those metal detectors that Pelosi put in front of the House chamber. You're going to blow them up. Now, I have yet to <laughs> <Say> see... <that. laughs> I have yet to see a, a video. I have yet to see a video. We may have to go back to the archives and find. Well, is that I'm going to grab those me- special effects? Wait, hold on. You <laughs> <laughs> said I'm going to grab those metal detectors, those damn metal detectors that she put up because of you. She put them up because you carry, you proudly carry your proud Second Amendment, uh, not only advocate but like practicer uh, for your own protection in the very dark and dangerous city of D.C. You said you said to us. I'm going to drag those metal detectors out. I'm going to blow them up. I did say that. Uh, you know, it's funny when when the metal detectors were being removed, um, I was being yelled at that I couldn't even take a photo or record a video no. in front of them. No. Uh, so this was like top secret um, to, to <laughs> haul them out. But, you know, maybe I could find them in storage and make the American people happy, give them what they want. Fill these metal detectors up with tannerite and blow them to smithereens. Uh, but I do want to go back to one thing you just said, um, that Merrick Garland is um, saying that he will uh, allow this investigation to go on. Uh, I think we're seeing a lot of Democrats give permission to uh, allowing Joe Biden to step aside and mm. go away. They are seeing the corruption with him. Um, you know, I, I think we're, we, this started with the classified documents. Whose personal attorney goes in to their various homes and offices and starts going through their personal effects, the personal effects of their client, and then goes um, to the uh, National Archives and says, look, my, uh, my client's got it all wrong. This is horrible. Um, I think all of this was um, a the beginning of the Democrat Party saying, step aside, Joe Biden. Mm. We have had our use with you. Um, thanks for being our puppet for a few years. Now we need to make way for someone who is 
more intelligent. That's not going to be too difficult. Um, someone who can articulate our message, make us sound reasonable, and uh, and help us win the 2024 election. I wouldn't even be surprised if we saw Joe Biden himself later admit to the classified documents and saying, uh, you know, no one should ever be this irresponsible. And with this great irresponsibility, I am now stepping aside and allowing someone uh, else to run on the 2024 ticket. And anyone else who has had classified documents in their possession should do the same. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that's how, what they're going to say to, you know, look at the statesmen, look at the respect that Joe Biden has, and then try to push this on um, President Trump, who actually had the authority to be in possession of classified documents and declassify them, unlike Senator Joe Biden. Yeah. Okay. So two things here based on that. And then we're going to jump to viewer questions. Sure. And uh, we have a couple of them lined up, ladies and gentlemen, your questions asked to Lauren Boebert. It's going to be absolutely epic, but two things on that point. One, uh, you said that it wouldn't be hard to find someone smarter than Joe Biden. Joe Biden said uh, on Friday that he may be a white boy, but he's not stupid. So interesting, <laughs> interesting take there. Personally, what an end to black history. Am I, al- am I allowed to be offended? Yes, Joe. that's right. Am I allowed to be a victim group? Uh, oh, se- secondarily, okay, so if Joe Biden does that, the game theory, he nukes Hillary Clinton from running for president again, because then Hillary Clinton, of course, had the classified document scandal. Mm-hmm. So that leaves essentially Michelle Obama. Uh, is that what you see? I, I see more of a Gavin Newsom. Uh, you know, I mean, I even see a Governor Jared Polis stepping mm-hmm. into the office. That is my governor in Colorado. Interesting. Um, I think that that is um, an office that he absolutely um, has desire to run for. And, uh, you know, it, it, the left loves identity politics. Um, he was the first gay governor of Colorado. And, um, you know, I think that um, that's an easy wave to ride um, to, to get on the ticket and to gain support in the Democrat Party since they are the party of identity politics. Uh, so there there are um, uh, quite a bit of people um, who they could could tap, um, especially when when covering identity politics. But um, our, our bench is um, much better because we have President Trump running. <laughs> yes, it is actually a deep bench and very like it, it is incredible, like the rock stars on the right and the young ones. Right. The young rock stars on the right. Uh, it, it's far outnumber that of the left. I mean, unless you want to really get behind Cori Bush, which I don't think anyone does. So <laughs> let's get behind a couple of questions here, ladies and gentlemen. Let's do a few questions. Here we go. Jay Bird says, how do you feel about the job Kevin McCarthy has done so far uh, since you and some of your colleagues uh, were against him? Um, so right now, um, I think we all need to be doing better. Um, uh, so we we have provided Speaker McCarthy all of the tools that he needs to have a very effective majority. And um, here's the deal. We're in March now, and we have to get more aggressive. Um, we have to be more aggressive um, in judiciary and in oversight and in our newly formed weaponization of the federal government committee. The American people want solutions. They don't want messaging bills. Um, they don't want these little peddly things that, that we're, we have spent some time squabbling over. We need to deliver real solutions for the American people. Um, I do think that, um, that that is coming up, but I want to see it now. 
Um, we have to prove to the American people that we deserve this majority right now, and we deserve this majority in 2024. So we have to get more aggressive with subpoenas. Um, uh, so far, um, I, I was talking to uh, my, my dear friend, uh, Congressman Matt Gates, and he says, you know, we have sent out tens of subpoenas. And they're like, yeah, <laughs> not enough. We need to be sending out hundreds of subpoenas. We have been waiting for subpoena power for years, and we have it. Let's use it. Yes. All right. Uh, one more. One more. Let's do. Let's do another question. Okay. Where will there be any investigation? Of how the money hemorrhaging to Ukraine is being spent? Big issue right now. Um, that that is a very big issue, and um, many of my colleagues have legislation um, to audit this. Um, but I, I mean, I, I don't think an audit is the is the end all be all answer. We have to stop sending money to Ukraine. The executive branch is still sending money to Ukraine. Uh, and this is a very big deal. Certainly, we need to see where that money has gone. Um, but we need to have a plan on how this war is actually going to end. And it yes. darn well isn't going to be with my four boys fighting Ukraine's war against Russia. So yes. if we are going to have this discussion of, of assisting Ukraine well, there better be a solution and an end date in time. I haven't heard anything like that. Um, I am absolutely against um, sending any more tax dollars to Ukraine. Um, and uh, I, I think we need to bolster our energy production here in America. Um, that that hurts Putin more than anything. When we are energy independent, when we are energy dominant, when we could export freedom yeah around the globe. Um, so certainly I want an audit, but even more, I want us to get out of Ukraine, to stop sending money, to stop with the threat um, that we are going to have to actually physically engage in, in a war there um, when we're currently in a proxy war as it is. Mm -hmm. That's right. I mean, like not a single person, man, woman or child, like signed up for this. Even if you literally right. legally voted for Joe Biden, signed up to send your kids to Ukraine to die in the mud. No, no, no. None. And I think that's going to be the line that a lot of people take. Uh, last question here, uh, ladies. and uh, Last question here. When do you think that McCarthy is going to release the January 6th footage? Well, um, so he's already released that to Tucker Carlson. Uh, I, I have not seen any of that. Um, I, I think that um, – there are some members who have access to go and see that. Now, I, I'm not 100% sure on that. Um, I was asking, uh, one member said, we can go in this room. We can watch all the footage we want. Another member stepped in and said, whoa, whoa, whoa. Some members can go into this room and watch all the footage they <laughs> oh, want. No. Oh, no. <laughs> it, was, it was actually Marjorie Taylor Green and I um, having that conversation. And so maybe that other member said, meant you two cannot go in <laughs> to this room and see the footage. Everyone else can, but not you two. Because uh, so it would be live streamed. That's yeah, that's right. That's right. Because um, it would be live streamed. I certainly want to see it. Um, yeah. And, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm congratulations to Tucker Carlson for getting this footage, but I think it should have been released to everyone. I, I think it should have been out there. We have so many great minds all throughout the country, um, allies in the news media who could be helping us to dig into this rather than just one select team. And uh, I, I think it should be available for all of us. I mean, we, we've all been hammered with the lies, with the distortion of what happened on January 6th. Why can't we view the truth? Yes, that's right. The truth shall set you free. Truth is what you'll find on Lauren Boebert's social media. Check out this tweet from last night. That was so great from Lauren. Oh, man.
Sometimes the memes say it best. I, I did miss I did miss Alaska and Hawaii, but I didn't create the meme. <laughs> you kind of see Hawaii, maybe way on the like yeah, the, maybe, the horizon there. A little dot there. <laughs> it's out there. It's out there. Uh, no, that's this is this is a plus. Did you find this meme? Did you make this I meme? I did. I did. Uh, I'm not the creator. Okay. All right. Good. More memes from Lauren Bobert. Let's show the uh, profile. Everyone go follow Lauren. If you're not, if you're a caveman and you need to still be told to follow Lauren Bobert, uh, we got 2.3 million followers there. That's got to make you one of the top followed members of Congress. It, it, it just might, you know, Vinny, I love to run my mouth and give God glory. So, um, Twitter's a, a great place to, to run my mouth and, uh, kind of get some quick thoughts out there. Um, you know, I have a, a tweet, um, that I'm wanting to post. Um, just announcing um, my my new pronouns, um, which are ultra slash MAGA. Um, I went to, uh, Jamie Raskins and I were on the House floor yesterday debating an amendment that he said um, that he regretted he would have to vote for. It was my amendment. Uh, and he voted for it. Nancy Pelosi voted for it. Adam Schiff voted for it. Um, they're, they're wanting to hold the Biden administration accountable and have reports open to the American people um, for this inflation that's going on. Um, but on the floor, um, rather than, than arguing against the amendment that he was going to vote for, um, he decided that he wanted to correct me and say uh, and saying that it's not the Democrat Party, it's the Democratic Party. Uh, and, you know, anytime Jamie Raskins starts off a speech, it usually begins with something like extreme MAGA Republicans, MAGA extremists. And so I thought this was a great opportunity to correct Jamie, uh, to, to, to correct Jamie Raskins. Uh, and I said, you know, it's actually ultra MAGA. So if you're going to try to insult us, at least get it right. Um, but, you know, I am happy that um, the Democrats have moved on from pronouns to adjectives. Um, we're making great headway there. And, uh, of course, when they start acting Democratic, maybe I'll call them the Democratic Party. Until then, it's Democrat Party, socialists, progressives. We love de we oh, love dem we, we, I mean we love democracy as long as it delivers us every single thing that we want and then when it doesn't burn down the Supreme Court right <laughs> yeah. as, soon, as soon as it doesn't deliver us anything that we want Donald Trump is an illegitimate president right like right. The, the moment the moment yes. look at how many Democrats objected to the certification of the electoral college from Donald Trump that is the most frustrating thing in the world and as soon as we object because we saw tens of thousands of ballots going out illegally in about six states and we had serious questions we didn't just want to rubber stamp this process of approving the electoral college results um yeah, we're, we're, we're the end of democracy, uh, of democracy, but Democrats are allowed to object all day long. They did the exact, they did the exact same Double thing. Standard. It's on tape. It's on tape. People should yeah. go check it out. They'll sure. be checking out the January 6th tapes on Tucker soon. Lauren Bobert, thank you so much for always, hey, always fighting for us. Everyone go follow Lauren. Thank, thank you. you. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, Lauren Boebert, never fake news, of course, but members of Congress tend to inflate what they're doing. This is 100% true, what she just said. Nancy Pelosi voted for her amendment, Congresswoman Lauren Boebert's amendment, to require the Office of Management and Budget to post on its public website the inflation impact assessments of executive orders for federal regulations passed. We've covered that.
but it passed with huge bipartisanship support. 386 to 31. I haven't seen I haven't seen I haven't seen anything pass with such a resounding uh, support bipartisan in Congress, including Democrat leadership from every Colorado Democrat. Wow. So way to go, Lauren. Way to go, Lauren. It's called the Rain In Act, and it is going to be uh, trying to stop Joe Biden's rampant inflationary uh, spiral. Uh, it's going to just, just utterly destroy uh, our economy. Speaking of utterly destroying our economy, Joe Biden plans to raise taxes. Yay! Go. I want to make it clear. I'm going to raise some taxes. Many of you are billionaires out there. You're going to stop paying at 3%. Not a joke. The idea that a billionaire, we used to have 600 or so in the United States of America, now there's 1,000. The idea that they pay at a rate that is lower than the rate of a police officer, a school teacher, a nurse, is bizarre. You're going to see that people making less than $400,000 a year, as I said from the very beginning, will not pay an additional single penny in any tax. Oh, good. That's going to be great. Tax the people who create the industry. Fantastic. Taxing Elon Musk more, that was been, that's been your problem. These are, by the way, these are the people who pay all the taxes in the first place. You know, the bottom, bottom 50% of uh, taxpayers don't pay any taxes, don't contribute a single penny. Maybe a flat tax is what you should consider here. I am a strong advocate for the flat tax. Remember Herman Cain, 999, feeling fine. I love that stuff. That's the way that America was designed. Everyone has skin in the game. So everyone should pay the same rate. That's how it should happen. Do you know that 100 years ago, there was no such thing as an income tax? You know, the income tax was illegal until 1900. They needed to pay for wars. And so they started taxing people's income. It's utterly unconstitutional. Congress should actually get away, do away with all income taxes because you get tyrants like this needing to pay for his Ukraine war and the bill in Ukraine. They're going to utterly bankrupt this country. They've never built anything, never created a good or a service. Joe Biden's never created anything, never run a business, never had to make payroll. That's why three in four Americans are concerned about Joe Biden's mental acuity. Yikes. More than three years into uh, more than three in four Americans. Correction there. Sorry about that. Are concerned about the health and mental acuity of President Joe Biden in varying degrees, according to a poll. The Yahoo YouGov poll, which is a left wing poll, published on Tuesday, show that the plurality of Americans are very concerned about Joe Biden's men mental health and acuity. <laughs> Yikes. 21% are somewhat uh, concerned and 17% are slightly concerned. That means that... Three out of every four Americans are concerned about Joe Biden's brain stem and the rot that is going on at the very core of it. Speaking of places with rot at the very core, Lori Lightfoot kicked out on her ass. Thank God. Absolute intersectional failure. We covered that uh, in stark relief yesterday on the show. As she leaves, Chicago's top cop, David Brown, quits. The day after Lori Lightfoot lost her re-election bid. What's this about? That's a little weird. Chicago Superintendent David Brown turned in his resignation on Wednesday, one day after Democrat Lori Lightfoot lost re-election bid. Hopefully, this will mean more police in the Windy City. Brown served as Chicago's top cop for two years, a tenure marred by spiking violence, stagnant progress on police reform, same issues that caused Lightfoot to become the city's first incumbent to not be re-elected to lose. 
Yikes. Brown said in letter of resignation that he takes he's taking his uh, job at a personal injury law firm based in Texas. <laughs> he's getting out. He's moving to Texas. He's doing what everyone in Chicago is doing. He's leaving. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. You need to have good policing. You need to have safe streets. That is a prerequisite. That is the only responsibility of government. There is a responsibility of government is to fill the potholes and keep you safe. That's it. So that's why they fail in places like East Palestine because they can't provide security for people for the air that they breathe, the water that they breathe. That's why people like uh, – that's why the left-wingers in Chicago or maybe all the MAGA country people that attack Jesse Smollett in his dreams, uh, that's why they voted out Lori Lightfoot. Lori Lightfoot is a progressive's dream. She's a lesbian. She's black. She's a woman. This is the intersectional angel of the left, and she delivered hell on earth. Hell on Earth continues. Chicago police officer shot and killed while responding to domestic calls. That was, this is from yesterday. So cops are just getting shot and killed. Chicago police officer shot and killed. Uh, south side, southwest side, Wednesday. Local officials confirmed. You remember Barack Obama? He's so proud of being from the south side of Chicago. He's so proud he's going to put his presidential library there. Well, cops are just getting slaughtered. Male cop was shot shortly before 5 p.m. Gage Park. Uh, NBC reports he sustained gunshot wounds. To his face, legs, rushed to the hospital in critical condition. The officer uh, died of his injuries. Tragic. Real-world consequences. Go woke, go broke. F around, you find out. This stuff's sick. All Americans deserve better. I won't abandon our big cities. These are Americans too. They don't deserve this. Maybe you should move out for the time. Let them collapse. Come back and rebuild. I'm not sure about that, though. I don't know. That's what Pasobic said yesterday on the show. Florida instead, that's where I live, Florida adds 1,400 law enforcement recruits as police departments across U.S. struggle to hire. Florida is swelling their police ranks. God bless them, man. Florida has doubled its number of law enforcement recruits to 1,400 since December as police departments around the country are struggling to find new hires. In Florida, the number uh, one priority is to protect Floridians. The best way to do that is by supporting law enforcement officers, keep our community safe, says DeSantis. My administration will continue to deliver on our promise, prioritizing law and order policies, making Florida the best state to be a law enforcement officer. How'd they do that? Cash money, yo. Sunshine State has attracted a slew of new officers since DeSantis launched the Florida Law Enforcement Recruitment Bonus Program. Five grand, baby. Bam. $5,000 to your bank account if you're a cop that comes to Florida. To date, 431 recruits have relocated to Florida, including 155 from New York, California, and Pennsylvania. All liberal assholes. So, good. Fantastic. Protect yourself. Move to a place that is in favor of your protection. Move with your feet. I am saddened. I, as I said yesterday, I have a love letter to Chicago. I really like Chicago. I celebrated my engagement to my wife in Chicago. We now got a couple kids. I have not been back. What has it been? 10 years? I don't know, man. 10 years that I haven't gone back. I refuse to drop a dime in Chicago. I left liberal city I was living in. And you know what? I took my power. I took this company. I moved it to Florida. So we're going to pay Florida tax. We're going to encourage the Florida economy. We're going to grow and create here. This is a place that represents my values. And we're going to give our efforts here. Maybe we should just pull out, let these places collapse, as Pasobic said, and then we can rebuild. Maybe that is the best way. But it's sad because these are great American cities and you don't get a chance to build them twice. You know, what's gone is gone. And these people are mongoloid mutant hordes, these wokesters. And they are set to destroy. But we, ladies and gentlemen, shall fight.
and we shall fight and we shall win. The victory is ours. The good book says so. And that's why we end every show with a verse from the good book. The verse of the day, ladies and gentlemen, is from James. Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, and slow to wrath. I think that's what's happening right now inside of Congress as it pertains to the Biden administration. Uh, these investigations take a long time, uh, but I think wrath shall cometh upon uh, the evildoers. But that ain't, that ain't up to us, man. God has his own timing. God has his own way. It's time for us to be patient, kind, and to listen, as we did there, to wonderful Lauren Boebert, and slow to speak. I know I speak kind of fast on the show. That's because I drink too much coffee. But uh, maybe I should work on the slow to speak stuff. Let me know. <laughs> Till then. God, family, country. That's what we protect on this show. We'll do it every single day. We're here for you. Your boy, Benny. Let's go save America together. This has been The Benny Show. See ya.